welcome to the 47th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is on already on everybody's laptop. Yes, it's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy or um, an audit of your account, and um, just a chat about what I can do in regards to paid media or cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message on at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. Um, so yeah, in this episode, we have Julie Bacini, aka Neptune Moon, nice handle there, um, lead us in the topic on reflections on Q1 2019. Been an interesting few months for me, definitely. Um, already made, made some great new business contacts and dealing with new industries I've never dealt before. I started working on finance, um, so that's another notch on my belt of um you know, industries I can help with. Um, and also, yeah, bracing myself for new Google updates, especially the one about the fact that average position might be sunsetted very soon. And considering I usually explain to people that, um, what we're doing is bidding for position according to position against the competitors. Yeah. I'm going to have to find a better and interesting way of describing to, um, non-digital people what I do. That's a homework that I've not thought about before now. Anyway, so yeah, let's see whether um, any of our experts, you know, had interesting Q1 2019. Um, Let's see what they've been getting up to. So going straight into question one, we've got Julie asking, how would you sum up the first quarter of this year? Has it been about the same as Q4 of 2018 or different, similar to Q1 of 2018 or different? If it has been different, how so? And starting us off, we've got Mary Hartman answering the question saying Q1 is always full of new initiatives. Some clients cut budgets in Q4 and are roaring back in 2019. Regrets. Account-based marketing is a hot topic amongst my my SAAS B2B clients plus new B2B prospects. And I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, Julia Vice replying to question one saying, same in terms of velocity, so much going on at once. And though we're building on success, everything still feels like a big push right at the beginning of the year. Um, Julie Bicini answers to this one saying, I have not seen any seismic level shifts from Q4 into Q1, but Q4 was busy, so that energy is carrying over for my accounts. Um, Then Wayne Brown answers to question one saying, our fiscal year starts January 1st and it's start of our year three. We have seen a ramp up in biz dev for some e-com clients needing help. Not as much work since it's not um, BFCM or Christmas before or continuing Christmas, a lot of 2019 strategy planning with clients and revenue goal setting. Also doing more community PPC stuff beyond what I did last year. That has had a good effect on the business. It seems trying to focus that time even more now. Um, and then yeah, we've got Matt um, Van Wagner replying to question one saying, we've seen some softening that seems to be coincident with the long um, government shot. I have a sense some institutional Buying has been postponed. February forward has been about normal. Anyone else seen similar? 
Um, L. Chase replies to question one saying every quarter depends on what the client needs. Some want to be super aggressive and others want to fine tune spend versus revenue. 90% of my clients are retail. So Q4 is always pretty crazy though. Um, Anna Blanken replies to question one saying lots of talk about how to combat competitors this year. It has been a hot topic in the past, but I've fielded several questions this week alone in competitive targeting. And yeah, for me, I would say that some of the big changes has been, yeah, the clients are very much more hands-on um, this year, um, especially maybe just because of the new brand I'm working on. And um, yeah, very focused on audience targeting, which is what I like. I think we keyword is still important, but really we need to really move onto audiences. Um, so yeah, Julie then goes on to question two saying, have you done anything new this quarter? How is it going? So yeah, some ideas to pick up on, on if you guys have not started doing anything new yet. So starting with Doug R. Thomas for question two, um, he goes, the big thing is local surface ads. I kind of love them for our team, though setup and reporting is weak. Julie advice re um, replies saying, we have quite a bit of turnover in the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. More are being hired, but I guess this is a way of saying I haven't had time to do anything new. Um, so yeah, we've got Anna Blanken replying to question two saying, I've tried RSAs for one client and that's um, responsive search ads. So that's where you have loads of different headlines, loads of different, um, well, four description um, uh, lines and Google tests um, a mixture of them between like about two headlines and two of the description lines out of the options you give it. Um, and then Julie Buccini goes on to question two, answering question two actually even, saying I have been forced to rework A-B testing of ad copy since Google ads seem to no longer just let it happen with two ads running in ad group. It is not going well. The ad variation tool in draft and experiment does not meet my needs. Hmm, interesting. Um, we've got Mary Hartman then replying to question two, saying new platforms for certain clients, branching out to display programmatic plus demand base, uh, more B2B running on Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, working on building brand recognition, new work with using Facebook analytics, event segments to prove value of cross-channel attribution. Then we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question two, saying more efforts on testing more things this quarter. So that's SA360, natural analytics, RSAs, brand bidding, threshold tests, trying to do more things I'm interested in the, in the account than we used to do in the past. Um, Jennifer Lash replies to question two, saying key one so far has been redefining strategy goals, budget, etc. So that's redefining strategy goals budgets, etc. within the realistic landscape of our business competition. Not much new testing has been done yet, but it's been a productive um, quarter in terms of getting cleaned up and realigned. So now I'll jump straight into question three. We've got Julie going, have you retired or stopped doing anything this quarter? If so, why and how is it going? For us, not really stop doing anything that we've been doing. It's just trying out new ideas. Um, so yeah, for um, before, before we get into that, we've got um, an answer to the question too for doing brand saying, what is not new? We did a 2019 strategy plan with our biggest client and that was a smashing success. We use it with them, the external PR agency, designer and everyone else to keep us all on the same page for campaigns and projects. I love an integrated strategy. A lot more agencies and clients needs to really pick up on that. 
Um, so yeah, Anna Blanken replying to question three goes, old news, Google is getting rid of average positions. So I've been focusing on ways to get clients away from the obsession with their nap metrics. It isn't going well. Well, we've got up till September to think about that. So yeah, you still got time, Anna, to get your, um, get your clients on board. And then even going back to um, a nice little thread that I've caught in on here. So Anna Blanken had replied to question one saying lots of talk about how to combat competitors this quarter. It's been a hot topic. And Mary Hartman replies, don't you just love those clients who want to beat competitors no matter what? It's a reasonable demand, but only up to a point. I always pull auction insights with some trepidation for those bullish types. Um, Dougar Thomas goes, oh my gosh, yes, I feel a focus on competitors is a symptom of having no valid differentiation. Um, yeah, that is very true. You shouldn't always just be focused on what your competitors is doing and chasing after them. You should be trying to be a differentiator in your market yourself. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Weissstein chimes in going saying, one of the main reasons I almost never include um, impression share or share of voice in weekly reports, why we only are 20% because Amazon and Walmart can decide you don't matter. Your CPA is still good. Your volume is still strong. Yeah, very true. Um, I would only say that impression share is important only when you're talking about brand, because obviously you want to make sure you've got full coverage. Um, but every once in a while with generics, it's not something you should really focus on. Um, Julie Bicini then goes, um, myth 27 of the internet, I wish would go away permanently. The playing field is totally level and any size business can compete with any other size business on the web. Um, no, you can't. Yes. We all need to know is you need to have a lot of reputation like Amazon to be able to compete with anybody. And then we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question three saying, I personally stopped doing reporting, automating, or letting other people do that. Saves so much time to focus on important things. Stopped messing with bids so frequently by more relying on tools. Um, and then we've got Mary Hartman replying to question three saying, for two clients, we've been cutting out all non-MQL producing keywords in search, focusing on low funnel and using company size targeting on Facebook. Spend drops abound, um, but SQLs are on the horizon. It's scary, but we're getting there. Josh Nelson replies to question two saying, been taking a different approach to campaign builds that only include a few core keywords and using search term reports to ID or add long term, um, long tail variations. The idea is to let Google's machine learn see, uh, sorry, to let Google's machine learning to see what I'm adding or excluding as a keyword in order to influence a future targeting. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Um, and then Mark's video comes in, um, giving the answers to question one saying, um, key one 2019 has been mostly, um, on autopilot for our PPC clients with a new client or two. We're in the process of starting up to question two. They go, we're in the process of kicking off an expanded, um, PPC campaign in terms of retargeting with a new client. So the integration element is new to us. Um, to question three, they go, go as mentioned, we've dialed back actively managing a client's account and it's going well. We're making some minor optimizations to help pick things up a bit this week while we're working on getting some more campaign elements set up for said clients. Um, Kirk Williams replies question two saying, I dug into and learned all about Google product review feeds. It's not something new that Google is doing, but it was new to me. Yes. New is what we're talking about. No, not, not just about, um, you know, 
coming to Google, but about what we're doing. So definitely counts, Kirk. Um, Julie Bicini then goes on to question four, saying, what, if any, changes by the platforms have impacted you this quarter? How so? Well, before we get into that, Dwayne Brown replies to question three, saying, being better at putting some time pressure on tasks with the team. Make sure we don't lose focus on what we should be working on. Amen to that. I started leading a team here and um, we are tight on resources and fair enough, there is that tightness of resources, but I feel some people are not really getting the importance of, you know, getting tasks quickly, meeting the deadlines and just being on top of what um, other teams are asking for. Mary Hartman replies to question four saying, still fighting the search term reports battle with the exact match changes that came down on Google ads in Q4, still seen unrefined junk at times, depending on the clients so much garden weeding. Yes, we've seen quite a bit of wide range of keywords like um, pilot training loans for our loans um, campaigns for um, HSBC. Kirk Williams then goes on to question four saying, while it's not new this quarter, we've, de we've definitely begun to be more impacted by smart shopping, um, Google pushing it hard. Um, Julie Piccini replied to question four saying, echoing my previous answer, the ad copy testing change in Google ads. Did I mention they choose a winning ad in brand new campaigns from the start too? Even if you ask for indefinite rotation, ad copy testing has slowed dramatically. Yeah, I'm really nervous about ad copy testing and we're about to do some, some stuff, some, uh, pull out a testing plan for a client that I'm working on and, um, yeah, nervous about how that's gonna turn out for us um and so yeah we've got mary hartman replying um to mark gustafson um when the market said where those non-mql keywords assisting down funnel depending on price point i feel like search is a great qualifier to get people into a gdn youtube facebook remarketing remarketing flow and that was in reply to when mary had said for two clients we've been using we've been cutting out all non-mql um producing keywords in search for focusing on low funnel. Uh, Mary Hartman continues the conversation saying yes and no. In SAAS B2B, non-MQL keywords are better served in YouTube or another brand lift creative channel. Um, IT students flood the searches. It's an interesting balance to strike. Bottom funnel MQL keywords are mad expensive but produce leads that tend to be decision makers. Hmm, interesting strategy there. Lisa Sana replies to um, question four. Um, saying the MSFT Verizon deal may um, egg in to impact our Bing ads campaigns that um, the rest of the quarter. And in reply to that, we've got actually Julie Piccini then going, how do you see that happening? What impacts do you expect? Um, Lisa Sana goes, could boost volumes and actually shares a link with us, link with us, which I will share um, and to link from search and the engine land where it goes, Bing ads will serve all Yahoo search ads, Microsoft, Verizon media deals. Sorry, Bing ads will serve all Yahoo search ads in new Ver Microsoft, Verizon media deal. Interesting new partnership there. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, Julia Vice replying to question four saying still the exact match thing and the new UI. Ugh, and so many changes to the video reporting in Facebook. Pick a number and go with it. I'm actually quite glad one of the things that I'm, I'm glad that I don't need to do on a 
regular basis now an account director is the fact that um yeah i don't really need to go to the ui as much as the ams and the a's need to <laughs> so yeah do not miss that um jelly bichini then replies um goes on to question five saying what is something you had hoped to try or implement in q1 that you did not get to do will you do it in q2 oh for me i must be meaning to do core ads I was going to try and do that in Q1, but yeah, I guess that's for Q2 for me now. Um, and so we've got in answer to question five, um, Julia Vice going, this is a good one, but not all of it is related to platforms, more plans with different projects that are pushed to next month. And then we've got Mark's Media replying to question five saying we had hoped to implement two or three new venue specific campaigns for our main PPC clients, but the bottleneck has been some setup on their end at this rate will likely kick that campaign off in early or mid April. Um, saying that we've got Dwayne Brown replying to question five saying, can we talk about Pinterest shopping? I have been waiting for this since last summer to come out of beta. Julie Bacchini replies to question five going, I did a proposal that included Quora advertising, but that project is still in limbo. Oh, don't you just hate when you're waiting for sign off? Um, so yeah, Julie Bacchini then goes, keep answering the other questions, but I have a few more I want to be sure to get into. Um, so question six, she goes, what is your attitude about Q2? Why are you seeing things in your advertising industry that make you feel positive or negative about the coming quarter and why? Um, we've got um, Julia Vice replying to question six going, I think the plans for Q2 are related to client changes and client plans more than platforms or new ideas. Julie Bettini replies saying, I'm feeling positive generally. There's always opportunity to help clients grow when others are pulling back. Not sure we will get into that territory in Q2, but I'm laying groundwork to be ready when or if we find ourselves in that space. Um, so we've got... Um, yeah, Timothy Jensen replying to Mary Hartman where she said that um, this month I developed a keyword modifier sheet to avoid the I need to ace this exam. So to find PowerShell for me, Google type garbage searches. If you ever need it, I'm happy to share. Um, Timothy Jensen replies, smart approach dealing with a mess of obvious student searches for a cybersecurity client in particular. So yeah, this is basically um, in answer to a thread where Mary Hartman had said for two clients, we've been cutting out all non-MQL product keywords in search, focusing on low funnel and using company size targeting on Facebook. So yeah, there's been like some conversation about yeah, SaaS, B2B, non-MQL keyword answers, um, which I read if, um, if you want to rewind back to that. Um, we've got then Anna Blanken replying to question um, six going, our Google reps are pushing RSA saying that it will be best practice IRL to have RSAs in each ad group. Um, how can I justify adding RSAs to clients without proper, proper metrics? So yes, I do feel that Google is going to be pushing towards very like automated way of using um you know, campaigns and AdWords. So yeah, for clients who are not using RSAs like mine, I feel they're going to suffer and have a big surprise when that comes around. Um, so yeah, we've got Julie Bicini going on to question seven saying, what is your biggest concern heading into Q2? Um, so yeah, we've got um, some answers from Kirk Williams saying automation automation is important, but Google is pushing too hard, too fast with black box solutions like smart shopping and um, SS is just not ready yet. 
but they're trumpeting it as if it's the be all end all. Slow down the horse cowboy. Let's do this together. John Kagan comes in a little bit later, gives um, his answers in quick succession. Uh, to question one, he goes, unexplainable spike in brand CPCs without new competition or ads. Um, John, um, going on to question two, he gets getting uncomfortable, de uncomfortably deep with GDN. And uh, to question three, he goes, just advocating for the death of the single keyword ad group model as exact match-ish. Match is killing off its purpose. Uh, to question four, he goes, I'll say this till bitter end, I blame the new Google ads. You are. I don't really think there's a bitter end for that. Um, I just feel that we just have to get on with it, unfortunately. To answer question five, he goes, native definitely feel I'm behind on that um and then yeah i'm getting some of um our answers from others um people um other experts even dan elvada replies to question seven saying continued efforts to black box and lump everything in one like smart shopping and pushing our clients in solutions that wouldn't be good for them we want to be good partners with google ads just seems like the reps have a different agenda so yeah as much as i love scripts i don't feel that you know automation the way Google um, advertises it should really be pushed as hard as as hard as it's being pushed at the moment um, so yeah we've then got Dwayne Brown replying to question six saying excited for Q2 May, many brands may, um, may bring things in-house there will always be those who need an agency or retainer or, or on a project-to-project -project basis 2019 is hot. I love Dwayne's positive attitude for the Q2. Um, then to um, answer question seven, Julie Bicini goes, I agree with um, PPC Kirk, Kirk Williams, about the pace of automation. I am not totally against it, but it feels like it's picking up steam big time right now. Facebook is following suit too. Um, Doug R. Thomas replies to question seven, saying, I've been on the edge of my seat. RA programmatic, social and display collapsing. I doubt Q2 will bring it, but widespread adoption of GDPR-like policies will change a lot, and I've been thinking about planning for that future. And we get on to the last question, question eight, which goes, what are you most excited about, about heading into Q2? Again, what are you most excited about heading into Q2? So, yeah trying to get my clients to test new things like um, doing actually an automated system that allows you to um, do auditing of your accounts as well as automating some new tasks. There's some scripts that could make some scripts um, a little bit redundant. So yeah, quite excited about that solution. Um, to question six and um, and seven, Mary Hartman goes, testing more video in YouTube or Facebook, improving value in the high funnel. Views, um, greater than conversions can be a long journey. It's at the top of mind to me and our team lately, especially on social paid. So that's not viewed greater than conversion. That's views going into conversions can be a long journey. It's at the top of the mind for me and our team lately, especially on social paid. Um, John Kagan replies to question six going on Q2 is always my low season. Going to spend it playing catch up on Q1 for the stuff I didn't have time to try and do. To question seven, um, Julia Vice goes, the same biggest concern I have every quarter, managing client expectations. Um, and then to question seven, 
um john kagan replies q2 is google's marketing announcement event i sit in fear what delayed or pointless thing they will make a mountain out of a molehill on forcing me to spend 40 hours writing meaningless point of views again um daniel vardy replies to question five saying pinterest shopping facebook messenger promotions twitter ads um and then yeah we've got Dwayne brown replies to question seven keeping up the potential demand keeping up with the potential um, demand of clients while finding those exceptionally talented folks who can make our team stronger trying to build a small but seal team six group um and then yeah we've got um yeah julie bicini rounding that up for us today saying great chat today everyone thank you for participating and um, next week we're going to be hosted will be the chat is going to be hosted by the amazing julia vice i always love um her chat and i'm sure it'll be loads of gifts as well um and the topic is going to be app campaigns so yes looking forward to discussing that and discussing ways of getting around our clients directing the app um campaigns to their mobile site instead of just the app store anyway ideas for that and the discussing that will be exciting for next week so yeah that's our nice another nice short and sweet chat that we have put together today just giving you like the summary and the key takeaways and the exceptional um advice we've got gotten from our experts as to what q1 was like what to expect for q2 what do you guys feel about automation i love automation but is there anything such thing as too much automation um i feel that is the case today anyway so we'll round that off there so hope you've had um a great time listening to this talk hope you found it useful taking some great takeaways ideas for trying to tough for um q2 possibly even um and if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions do get in touch with me by sending me an email um at hello at mindswan.com and remember for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye